are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Dolphins fans, and welcome to this Monday, June 7th, 2021 edition of Locked On Dolphins. I am your host, Kyle Krabs, managing editor of USA Today's Dolphins Wire, director of scouting at thedraftnetwork.com, lifelong Miami Dolphins fan. I'm going to talk about some coverage options for the Dolphins, some coverage standouts for the 2020 Miami Dolphins and how those players project moving forward. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and write locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. First things first today. NFL.com, courtesy of NextGen Stats, released an article over the course of the weekend that Miami Dolphins fans should take a great deal of interest in. One very non-surprising revelation, and one surprising revelation that I don't think a lot of people are talking about. And we mentioned this player not that long ago, a couple weeks ago, when talking about the Dolphins pending big-name free agents and who should be the priority for the Miami Dolphins. The article published by and on NFL.com is meant to identify the 10 best coverage options in football in 2020 based on next-gen stats. I'm going to read you the list of the top 10 players. Number 10, Joe Hayden, cornerback, Pittsburgh Steelers. Number 9, Kendall Fuller, Cornerback, Washington football team. Number eight, Chauncey Garner-Johnson, safety, New Orleans Saints. Number seven, cornerback, Xavier Rhodes, Indianapolis Colts. Number six, Jesse Bates, free safety, Cincinnati Bengals. Number five, Darius Williams, the quote-unquote other corner of the Los Angeles Rams, opposite Jalen Ramsey. Number four, the only linebacker to make the top ten list, Fred Warner, San Francisco 49ers. Number three, Bryce Callahan, cornerback, Denver Broncos. Number two, Jair Alexander, cornerback, Green Bay Packers. Number one, Xavier Howard, cornerback, Miami Dolphins. Now, the the criteria that are set here, important notes about the parameters of the exercise. They set a minimum. I'm reading directly off of the introductory blurb here. Set a minimum of 300 coverage snaps and 40 targets to achieve legitimate volume amongst qualifying players. So you can't go out there, take 15 coverage snaps, be locked down because you're going against some garbage team who's leading you by uh, three touchdowns with five minutes left in the fourth quarter and qualify for the best statistics on next-gen stats. Players also had to finish with a catch rate allowed that was below expectation according to next-gen stats, a negative targeted expected points added, a metric used to quantify how much an individual player impacted an opponent's scoring potential on every given play, a tight window percentage of at least 20%, which means on at least 20% of your targets or or coverage reps, you are providing what is defined by next-gen stats as a tight throwing window 15% for linebackers, more on that later, and a maximum passer rating efficiency allowed of 80. So there's several hurdles you have to clear here. They got very specific with the criteria. 
as to make sure they were identifying the absolute best of the best. And you know they got it right because they put Xavier Howard in the one hole. Uh, Xavier Howard recognizes the best coverage defender in all of football last year. Passer rating allowed, 46.5, according to Next Gen Stats. Catch rate allowed below expectation, 6.8% below expectation. Tight window percentage, 21.6% of his coverage reps, tight windows. Target rate, 18%. He was still targeted on nearly one out of every five coverage reps that he took. Average separation, 2.8 yards. Targeted expected points added. This was the best figure in the NFL, negative 34.5. Just for some quick context, Jair Alexander, Bryce Callahan, Fred Warner, Darius Williams, those guys who were two through five on the list, their targeted expected points added were between negative 20 and negative 25. Xavier Howard, negative 34.5. Approximately 33 to 50% better than players in the two, three, four, and five hole. Average separation for context, uh, Xavier's is a little better uh, or a little higher, 2.8 yards versus 2 yards for Jair Alexander, 2.1 yards for Bryce Callahan, Fred Warner, 3.7. He's a linebacker. It's a little bit different game there. Darius Williams, 2.6. Jesse Bates at free safety, a little different game there, 2.6, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So Xavier actually had a, a notable higher amount of targeted separation. But one thing you need to remember about the Dolphins is after they got through approximately the first month of the season, the first three games of the season, they really started to shift their coverage tendencies. And that's something that was acknowledged by Next Gen Stats as well. This was a team that you, the, the general narrative of ton of press, man, et cetera, et cetera. And they, but, but more importantly, the Dolphins like to go middle of the field close, which means there was a single safety posted high. In 2019, Xavier Howard, according to the Next Gen Statistics or Next Gen Stats tracking, 70% of his coverage reps were in press coverage. That number dropped to 32.2% in 2020. You know what the Dolphins did a lot more of because they realized they couldn't handle those crossers playing man coverage running across the middle of the field. They zoned it up and ran a lot more cover three. And whether he played in press man. Soft man, cover three, cover two, cover four, cover six, cover seven, whatever coverage on the back end. The most impressive statistic that was dropped amidst all of this love fest for Xavier Howard that's existing in this article. Xavier Howard has not allowed a deep passing touchdown as the nearest defender at the point of reception since 2017 intercepting seven passes on deep targets and allowing a grand total of just four receptions on 35 deep targets since 2018. Let that sink in. Four receptions on 35 deep targets and has not allowed a deep target touchdown since 2017. Holy cow, we knew X was good, but this good? Contextualized? 
And I understand he played five games in 2019. If you're going to be a negative Nancy or a negative Nelson about it, don't. Okay? <laughs> Just don't. Speaking of Xavier Howard, I don't know if you had the ch- guys had the chance to see over at the Draft Network, but I actually did like a 2,000-word deep dive on the dynamics of the current contract situation with Xavier Howard. I wouldn't call it a standoff because he's not holding out or anything like that. But there is a commonly accepted fact that Xavier Howard, you don't fire Demarius Bilbo and hire Dave Canner at the end of the 2020 season after you have 10 interceptions for no reason. He is posturing because he wants a new contract. It's been reported that he's not crazy about the fact that he's not even the highest paid corner of his own team. And apparently Dave Canner gave him some feedback that, hey, that deal you signed was not real good for you. And if you look at the new money Xavier Howard's getting starting in 2021 and moving forward, it was a great contract by the Dolphins as far as writing language in that gives Xavier Howard his guaranteed money up front and keeps long-term flexibility in case Xavier Howard's knees pop up. Well... Xavier Howard getting $12 million in new money every year for the next four years or three years ain't going to work for him. Not if he's producing at the level that he is. So Xavier's well within his rights to want a new contract. The Dolphins are well within their right to string this out as long as they can. But it's a really interesting series of factors that need to be accounted for. So I'd highly recommend you guys go check that out if you did not get the chance to do so over the course of the weekend. It dropped on Saturday. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to place all of your favorite sports bets. Make sure you head over to the website, betonline.ag, on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the greatest sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information available. Do not sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline. Your online sportsbook experts. There's another section to this article that I teased a little bit at the top of the show. That's important for us to recognize. It's a just missed category. Players that for whatever reason did not hit all of the criteria, the expansive criteria that was created specifically for this list of the top 10 best coverage defenders in football. As a reminder, they are 300 coverage snaps and 40 targets. Catch rate allowed below expectation. Negative targeted expected points added, which is a metric used to quantify how much an individual player impacts the opponent's scoring potential in every play. Tight window percentage of at least 20% or 15% for linebackers, and a maximum passer rating allowed of 80 on the season. Here's the players who just missed the list. You're going to know exactly what we're going to talk about when you hear the name. Denzel Ward, cornerback, Cleveland Browns. Roquan Smith, linebacker, Chicago Bears. Darius Phillips, cornerback, Cincinnati Bengals. Nicholas Moreau, linebacker, Las Vegas Raiders. James Bradbury, cornerback, New York Giants. Jalen Ramsey, cornerback, Los Angeles Rams. Jamel Dean, defensive back, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. John Johnson, 
strong safety, formerly Los Angeles Rams, and now with the Cleveland Browns. And drum roll, please. Linebacker Jerome Baker, Miami Dolphins, preparing to enter into a contract year in 2021. The raw numbers, you know, it's, it's hard living being a linebacker and playing in coverage as a linebacker in the NFL. All the space you got to cover, you're never in a position to press or disrupt. You got to try and catch in collision. You can't get too jumpy. You get hit with a ton of option routes. More often than not, the receiver's just going to identify your leverage and break away from you. It's a pain in the butt. It's a total pain in the butt. Never mind the fact that Jerome Baker, in 2020, made the leap that the coaching staff teased they thought he was capable of in 2019 when they first got there. And Jerome kind of forced into playing a non-ideal role for his skill set was utilized in a way that was much more accentuated towards his strengths in 2020 It's seven sacks last year. Good deal of pressure in the Dolphins 5-0 package uh, when they're going double mug or amoeba front and they're they're trying to prompt either full slide protection or uh, four-man slide and then they're going to drop players to the four-man slide and bring extra pressure off the backside and all of those schemed pressures that the Dolphins love to get into, they were the third highest blitz rate of any team in football last year. Uh, those manufactured pressures because they didn't have anybody who could win one-on-ones consistency. You take that third down value that Jerome Baker gave you there, and then you add in the commentary for Jerome Baker in the just miss categories is as follows. Baker was excellent in almost every category, posting a catch rate allowed below expectation of 11.1%. Uh, for context, Xavier Howard's catch rate allowed below expectation was negative 6.8. Targeted EPA of negative 19.3. That number falls in line with the value that nearly the value that Fred Warner as the only linebacker to actually make the top 10 list posted. It's in line. It's better than what Jesse Bates provided on a snap-by-snap basis. It's better than what Xavier Rhodes provided on a snap-by-snap basis. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, Kendall Fuller, Joe Hayden. And it's quite nearly in line with the top five players of this statistic that Next Gen Stats has highlighted, targeted expected points added on a per-play basis. One requirement eliminated Jerome Baker, and it's a contextualized statistic. The tight window percentage. Baker missed the minimum by 2.5 percentage points with 12.5%. He needed 15 to qualify. And if he did... Based on having a negative 11.1% catch rate allowed versus expectation and a negative EPA of negative 19.3, he probably would have been in the middle of the top 10 and be just behind Fred Warner. The evolution of Jerome Baker as a coverage defender 
should not be overlooked. He received, I know we we talked about this last week, so I'm going to beat the drum a little bit. If you listen to every show, you might hear me go down a little bit of a rabbit hole, and I promise it'll be quick, that I went through last week. Jerome Baker played 16 games for the third consecutive season. He was targeted more times this year than he'd ever previously been targeted in either of his first two seasons. 57 targets. He allowed the lowest completion percentage he's allowed for his career. He allowed the least amount of yards that he's allowed in his career. His yards per completion went from 12.4 as rookie to 10.9 in 2019 and 8.7 in 2020. His yards per target went from 9.1 as a rookie to 8.2 as a second-year player to 6.1. He did not give up a single touchdown in coverage last year. Next-Gen Stats has his passer rating allowed below 80. It was 100.4's rookie season and 97.5 his second year in the league. (laughs) He's a good player, man. He's going to get paid, and he deserves it. Jerome's also one of those spitfire guys who's who's one of the the leading personalities on the, the defensive unit. Energy, super high. I just hope this this is going to be a Jerome Baker appreciation segment. And I hope everybody who listens to the show can find that appreciation the same way that I have it. Uh, much like the same way I have a great deep-rooted appreciation for our friends at Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. You know the drill. Or maybe you don't. Maybe this is your first time listening to Locked On Dolphins. Or any Locked On podcast. In which case, first and foremost, welcome and second of all, welcome to the Bill Bar Clan. Whether you're looking for something breakfast, lunch, dinner, post-workout, grab-and-go, keto-friendly, delicious, dessert, you name it. Built Bar, 100% chocolate on all their bars. High in protein, high in fiber, low in calories, low in sugar. 10-plus delicious flavors to choose from. And this is not like chewing on uh, the sole of your shoe. These things chew like Three Musketeers and Milky Ways. They are to die for. Visit BillBar.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 and you can save 15% off your next order of the world's most delicious protein bar and find out what all the fuss is about for yourself. RockAuto.com is a family business who's been providing auto parts customers with high-quality service online for the last 20 years. So whether you're shopping for engine control modules, brake parts, taillights, motor oil, or even new carpet for your classic or daily driver, rockauto.com has everything you need in one easy-to-navigate catalog, and in just a few clicks, you can get everything delivered directly to your front door. Best of all, price of the same at rockauto.com for both professionals and do-it-yourselfers, so why would you shop anywhere else and spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Visit rockauto.com for all of your auto parts needs. Right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. To bring us to a close today, a quick acknowledgement of something that Brian Flores discussed during his end-of-week OTA's presser with the South Florida media. And this was the acknowledgement that the Dolphins have had internal conversations exploring the possibility of holding joint practices this upcoming summer. 
Brian Flores said the following, There have been some discussions. Nothing truly, truly finalized just yet, but some discussions. We'll see how this goes. Honestly, we don't even have... We're kind of still waiting on some of the final protocols and what we can and can't do. But yeah, there have been some discussions. I'm always in favor of doing joint practices. I think they bring a lot from a camaraderie standpoint, from a competitive standpoint. I think you can get a lot out of those. I know we did with Tampa a couple years ago, and my experience is you get a lot out of those, and it kind of breaks up training camp in a good way, in a positive way. So we'll see what the NFL has as far as COVID policies and uh, restrictions for training camp in this summer. But I sure hope we get joint practices. Because as Brian Flores says, getting up the chance to break up you hitting your own teammates over and over and over again for three weeks, that stuff gets old. So to have three days, to have a chance to evaluate yourself against somebody whose roster who does not have the same strengths and weaknesses as your roster uh, is an important litmus test for teams to, to kind of ground their expectations and see what they really have other than just being skewed through the scope and perspective of what they do and don't have for themselves. That's going to do it for us here today on the show. Make sure you hit subscribe on Locked On Dolphins. Tomorrow's Power to the Pod. It's your show with your questions, topics, hot takes, you name it. You can submit them leaving a review of the show. Five stars preferably. I'm not going to get too picky, but I love five-star reviews personally. Uh, And then, of course, you could tweet at LockedOnFins with a PH with the hashtag Power of the Pot. Kyle Krabs, fins up. Keep it locked in right here on Locked on Dolphins. Thanks, as always, for listening. Hope to talk to you guys again tomorrow.